Welcome to the worldwide broadcast of the Ted and Austin Brower Show, bringing you the latest world news and health research. I hope you're having an absolutely terrific day today already. It's actually the first cold weather day we have had down here in Florida. I woke up this morning, it was like 48 degrees outside. And if you've ever been to Florida, that is cold for Florida. So we're finally enjoying that in the first day of December. Now, one thing I saw last night, Lana sent it to me, and I checked it out this morning. It's pretty interesting. Candace Owens, is, a lot of people basically like some of the stuff she has brought up and talked about over the last few years, and she's been very vocal on a various amount of topics, and she's got about 3 million followers on Instagram. And something that's interesting last night, she posted a video that has gone absolutely viral, and I'm really glad she did. And she basically did a video and asked, who all is going to get this RNA COVID vaccine? And then she goes on to basically explain what it's going to do, how horrific it is, and uh, pretty much like, are you really going to go along with this? Is this really something you're going to do? And the video's gone viral. She posted it 13 hours ago, and it's already gotten over 23,000 comments comments, not just views. It's already got almost a million views. It's got 23,000 comments, and the overwhelming majority of the comments on there are not pro-vaccine. And I'm very glad she's using her platform to get this stuff out there, because I mean, she's pretty much saying basically same stuff we are, that we have no idea what this stuff's going to do to us. The fact that this thing has a 99.9% survivability rate in the wild as far as COVID, and that we're taking a vaccine that we don't even know how it's going to work, if it's going to work on a large scale, and how safe it's going to be, because there's been virtually zero long-term test studies as far as safety studies. Even Moderna said, you know, oh, the two months of test studies that we've done seem to be positive. I mean, I don't know what that's supposed to mean. Two months of test studies on an RNA vaccine that's never been used before or approved for human usage in the entire world, but two months it's been safe. I mean, artificial sweeteners take years to get approval. <laughs> and now we're having something that's going to be injected right into our bloodstream. So I'm, I'm glad she did that. I'm glad she got that information out there because what's happening is now the mainstream media and the alternative media, listen to me now, guys, they're gearing up now for a massive, massive propaganda dump when it comes to this vaccine. The U.K. British government now, it's been released by the Sunday Times, that they have mobilized what is called an information warfare unit to combat anti-vaccine militants and propaganda content. That's what they said. The army is mobilized, basically, is used normally as a renowned assisting operation unit against al-Qaeda and Taliban online propaganda. That's they normally are used for. They have now taken this unit and focused them directly on anti-vaccine propaganda, and they're saying that there's a high probability the big bad Iran is going to be putting out vaccine misinformation about what's going on. So if anything comes up on social media whatsoever, and it's not pro-vaccine, it was definitely Iran trolls that put it out there. That's literally what they're implying with this unit. And if you guys remember, I told you guys yesterday, you now have this group that's hired 110,000 online trolls now to go out and combat vaccine information in the U.K. So what's happening is 
the public opinion for the vaccine is not very high still. I think they're still saying, even the CNN poll said like 42% or 46% of the people in the poll said they take a vaccine on CNN. Um, it's not looking good. Even in the liberal leftist world, a lot of individuals don't want it. So what they're going to do now is they're going to roll out this huge, huge, huge propaganda blitz, probably unlike the midst of anything we've seen, which means that also we're going to have massive censorship. So I encourage everybody to continue to get this truth out there and get this information out there. Last night, mom sent me a, basically a screenshot from one of our customers and said they were basically up in the Costco up in Jacksonville, Florida. And they were, you know, basically shopping freely on their way, trying to spend money with Costco. And they said a manager actually came running over to them and said, you basically have to put your mask on. And they said, no, I'm not going to put my mask on. They said, no, you have to pull it over your nose. Apparently they had it on, but it was like on their chin. And they said, I have a medical condition. I have to make sure I get adequate oxygen. I cannot wear a mask. And they said, well, you can't shop here. And they said they did the exact same thing Steve did. Left their car in the middle aisle and said, okay, I'm done. I told mom, I said, make sure they cancel their membership. Here's what's happening right now. We're getting a very early glimpse, because this is phase one. Listen to me, guys. We're getting a very early glimpse of what companies are going to be pro-freedom, pro-America, and pro-choice when it comes to your health. And we're seeing what companies are full-blown dictator, totalitarian, run by the bankers, and they're going to try to force you to get a vaccine. That's what we're seeing right now. That's why I'm telling you it's easier now to figure out what companies are horrific and just drop them. Because I can tell you right now, whether you drop them now or you drop them in six months, you're going to end up dropping them if you maintain your freedom. Because these companies, as Dad said yesterday, and the prime minister in the U.K. just came out with this yesterday as well, what they're going to do is the government is not going to come out and mandate vaccines now. They pretty much all said that. And I believe them because of the massive backlash they've gotten from public relations right now due to vaccines. What they're going to do, and this is what repeatedly has been said now, they're going to come in and they're going to force majority of businesses to not allow you to go shopping there. UK minister warned that Brits may be denied normal life without COVID vaccine. Nadim Zahu, the newly appointed minister to oversee the UK's COVID-19 vaccine deployment, said the proof of vaccination could be held on your phone application already used in Britain as part of the government's track and trace system. And he goes, I think you'll find that the restaurant and bars, cinemas and venues, sport venues and the like will probably all use this system as they've done with the app once the vaccine is released. Meaning the government isn't going to have to come in and mandate a vaccine. They're going to try to force every major business to make you get a vaccine if you want to shop there, if you want to go along with your daily life. This clearly is going to be the push that they're going to do, which means it's going to be our time as America to stand up and support our local companies, our local businesses, our local online companies are the ones that we know support us and basically help us out and get us the information the best we can. My landscape guy came in yesterday here at the office, does the graphs for the office, came in, get paid. And he was sitting there, he was waiting on the phone for me, he got done, and he's like, man, he's like, it's great, I've gotten all my Christmas shopping done this year. I said, oh, well, fantastic. He goes, yeah, dude, I just go online. Dude, it only takes me a couple hours. I just order everything on Amazon. It's my house in like two days. And I went, oh, boy. 
here we go. And so I just started to give him all the information. I straight, I handed him the article that I told you guys yesterday, that basically Amazon has been on the largest hiring spree in U.S. history, only short to World War II shipbuilding and plane making during the height of the war. The largest hiring spree as far as in the non-warfare civilian market in U.S. history. And he goes, whoa. What does that mean? I said, what that means is Amazon's about to be the entire world's retail monopoly, and they're going to put everybody out of business, and their predatory pricing schemes are going to come full face, and everybody's going to realize what they're really about. He goes, well, what's, what's predatory pricing? I said, predatory pricing is a term that's basically used in marketing, where a company will come into a marketplace, and they will undercut everybody in the market which is what Amazon does. They'll sell products even at a loss just to undercut the market till they force everybody out of business. Once everybody in the market is essentially out of business or roughly 70 to 80%, then what they do is they come in and they own the market essentially at that point and their prices go up through the roof, if not higher than what the other companies used to be. This is what Amazon has done repeatedly with certain products once they own the market on it. And they've shown us very clearly that's what they're going to do in the future. And the sad part is people are paying for their own demise in the future by constantly supporting Amazon, and half the people don't even wake up long enough to realize it's happening. So, again, thank you for supporting Health Masters. Thank you for taking care of local businesses. Continue to get the freedom and truth information out there. Forward this show, forward our articles, sign up for our weekly newsletter. Continue to do like our listener said. You're in business and you're trying to travel freely on your way and give them your money and they're going to cost you verbally while you're bothering nobody and tell you you have to leave if you don't wear a mask. Shoot, leave your shadow at the door and never show up again. I've done it multiple times and I know dozens of people who are starting to do the same thing because they're sick of being harassed when they're giving somebody money at a business. And that is my opening statement on that, Deb. Well, you know, Austin, they want to create a monopoly with Amazon because this is what the bankers always do. They have a monopoly on the Federal Reserve Bank. They're the only ones who can issue currency. They have a monopoly with the 95% of the media that they own. So nobody can come in and basically contradict what they're saying, or nobody else can come in and compete with them. They want to have a monopoly on all social media, which they've done now with most of their major platforms. This is who these clowns are, but nobody ever wants to talk about them except for us. I have no idea why, but it just is what it is. Now, the problem that they have here when they create this monopoly is they put everybody else out of business, and then that's where the predatory pricing comes in. When you start pricing your product lower than production cost – and then everybody else can't compete. They all close their doors, and now you can raise the price as high as you want to basically raise the price, and there's nothing that the consumer can do. This happened with the, this happened with the utility companies back you know, 100 years ago, and the government had to start coming in and regulating the utility companies and fixing the pricing, and now they have to go get special permission to raise prices because you can't get power from anybody else. In most places, you can't get telephone service or Wi-Fi service from but one or two carriers in an area. And when that happens, they can give you the crappiest service you've ever seen. They can raise the prices to a level where you can't afford it, and you have no choice. I know up in North Carolina, we live in an area very rural, the download speed on the Internet is three. <laughs> three. I mean, you can't even do a Skype interview on that. I mean, it's awful. 
and you can't get any other companies to come in except for a few satellite servers who basically give you horrible, horrible servers on top of horrible, horrible product. So this is what they want Amazon to become. They want it to become the monopolistic retail chain in the world. That's the goal because it's all controlled through the international banking cartels. And, and you're absolutely right. They're going to come in and they're going to use spy agencies and the stuff that was put into power after 9-11 to go after anti-vaxxer people like you know me and Austin. And there are a lot of other people too, like Candace Owens and all kinds of people now they're asking questions. But you're not allowed to ask a question when you're in a oligarchy. You know, when you've got a group of ruling Saudi princes and you're in Saudi Arabia and all of these guys are basically part of the satanic group that basically broke off from Sabatain Zivi. Oh, yeah, that's that whole group of Saudis who are all tied to the Rothschild banking cartel. Hence, that's why Saudi Arabia and Israel are basically buddies. You end up in a situation where if you don't listen to the princes until they tell you what to do, they just take you outside and once a year they have their beheading ceremony beginning of the year and they lop everybody's heads off. They just go out there and behead you. And you're like, what the heck? That's crazy. Yeah, well, why don't you just look it up? Saudi Arabia beheads another 100. Saudi Arabia beheads another 50. This is what happens when you get into a situation where an oligarchy or a monopoly or a group of international bankers who are controlling all of it decide to tell you what they want to do and not to do. This is what they want to do is put us under no-hide laws. That's where they're moving everything to. Now, all of the people that are basically saying that, you know, that, or who were saying that as soon as the election is over with, this, this whole COVID thing's going to go away, they have now remained blissfully silent now since the election. They don't know what to do because of normalcy bias. Nobody wants to believe that we're in this situation. This morning, Gene sent me an audio text, and he said basically, I'm paraphrasing, that, you know, every once in a while he wants to, you know, go off on a tangent because he realizes that he doesn't want to have to deal with normalcy bias and it's difficult to see what's happening in the United States. I mean, we were once the shining light on a hill. I mean, we were basically the best country in the entire world to live in because we had freedoms here. Well, they're quickly taking those away, aren't they? You go into Costco, get out if you don't have a mask on. You go to the mall, get out, get out, get out. And now, the only group of people that are strong enough to do that are the international banking cartels. Nobody else could do this because the international banking cartels are the ones that own all of these companies through the purchase of the stock outright or through interlocking corporate directorships, and they make a decision, hey, look, we're going to have a mask policy that if you don't, peasant, you have to leave. See, this is who runs the planet. Now they're having their tens of thousands of cyber warfare people basically putting together a group of people that are going to go after all the anti-vaxxers. That would be you know, me and Austin and a bunch of other people. The British and American intelligence agencies are actually collaborating to eliminate anti-vaccine propaganda from public discussion using sophisticated cyber warfare tools. According to Iman Ahmed, chief executive of the Center of Encountering Digital Hate, anti-vaxxers are an extremist group that pose a national security risk. Oh, yeah, let's talk about 9-11 again. Because someone has been exposed to one type of conspiracy, it's easy to lead them down a path where they embrace more radical worldviews that can lead to violent extremism. He's talking about us. I'm going to repeat this. An extremist group, the anti-vaxxers, that pose a national security risk because once someone has been exposed to one type of conspiracy, it is easy to lead them down a path 
where they embrace more radical worldviews that can lead to violent extremism. In other words, we are going to become violent because we don't want to be shot up with an RNA vaccine that we have no idea what it's going to do. In other words, we're going to say no, that's violent extremism. That's right. That's all we're going to do, say no. But that's violent extremism. They have to stop it. In September, the U.S. Department of Justice, the DOJ, seized 92 online domains suspected of belonging to the Iraqi government backed militia. This is a lie, by the way. Seizures were done in collaboration with the FBI, Google, Facebook, and Twitter. Their crime to be seized was they were anti-vaxxers. Now, now they're saying that they're belonging to the Iraqi government. Well, next will be the Iranian government. They pick and do a false flag. And see, they can say anything. They take 25 Rothschild banking cartel anti-whatever it is, and now they say it's not, anti, it's not the Rothschild banking cartel, it's the Iraqis, it's the Iranians. And so they build this whole propaganda network up to try to slam the Iraqi governments or the Iranian governments, which gives them the justification at that point to go in and invade their countries and take over their central bank, which they've already done in Iraq. In November... The DOG seized 27 online domains, including the American Herald Tribune, suspected of being founded by Iranian interests. Oh, here we go. Ooh. Suspected of. Not proven. Among the websites cited by the Center for Countering Digital Hate as promoting extremism that poses a national security risk to the U.K. are, are Children Health Defense with Kennedy, the Informed Consent Action Network, the Organic Consumers Association, and the National Vaccine Information Center. These are now all promoting extremism according to our government. Now remember, Donald Trump is doing this, guys. This isn't Joe Biden. Donald Trump's president. He's doing this right now. And see, they're trying to push the inevitable mandatory COVID vaccine for several months now. And they're having an ever-tightening grip on media and online censorship because of this. You know, as more and more information about this Great Reset and this Fourth Industrial Revolution is happening to surface right now because of the bankers, we're now starting to see that eliminating medical freedom is a critical and central part of this plot. They don't want you to have a choice. And that mandatory vaccination will be used as a tool to usher in a biometrical surveillance system and enslavement through a centrally controlled all digital finance and identification system such as we see in China now. This is where they are taking us, whether we want to go there or not. Our problem is normalcy bias, and that's my problem too. I remember what the United States was. I remember back in the 50s of not having to lock your doors and you didn't have to worry about people breaking in and stealing stuff. I remember that. I want Mayberry back. That's the fact. I want Norman Rockwell's America back. That you guys think, well, I don't even know what you mean by that. Well, that's because I'm in my 60s. And it's like Austin said, they're waiting for all of us to get old. They've basically caused so many of the people my age now to be completely senile with statin drugs or tricyclic antidepressants or serotonin reuptake inhibitors or all kinds of other vaccines they've given us that massively increase the risks of senile dementia. And my group, my group of people that I know who basically were called to an action to fight in the Vietnam War. I had to register for that. They're waiting for all of us to die, or they've drugged us up so much now because they've come out of the Vietnam War with post-traumatic syndrome, including the Iraqi War with post-traumatic syndrome, that they want all of us to check out and to die. And that way, there will be no remembrance of what the United States once was. Oprah Winfrey, the great globalist 
I'm not going to say anything else because I really disliked that woman. I was asked to be on her show and I turned it down back in the 90s. She said that until all the white people die, that was me, okay, and that's Austin, who basically were raised in the 60s and the 70s, which that wouldn't be Austin, he was raised in the 80s, but it it's me she's primarily talking about, that we will never get rid of systemic racism in the United States. Well, what she's talking about, again, is the stupid term they use now. It's called white privilege. Wait a minute. Let's, let's go back to the Industrial Revolution. Let's go back to Samuel Gompers and all the different people that were involved in the Industrial Revolution. Let's go back to the people who set up the organizations of the corporations and started teaching people how to have productivity increases because of how they did work. Let's talk about the Protestant work ethic. Whoops, did I say that word? The Protestant work ethic that no longer is taught in schools that I was taught 40 years ago in the MBA program at Florida State. This is where we find ourselves now to get rid of all whiteness. Because remember, they've got to find the boogeyman somewhere. You're white. You're white. You're a Christian. You're the boogeyman. That's how they look at us. Now, interesting enough, retired three-star general <laughs> McInery calls for the President Trump to invoke a resurrection act, suspend habeas corpus, declare martial law, initiate mass arrest under military authority. Okay, He should do that. No, no, no. No, he shouldn't do that. Now, Donald Trump should wake up, get rid of the people in the FBI, fire their sorry butts who won't do anything, get rid of Geno Haspel, who, by the way, is not dead and was not killed and has not had some kind of strange death. No, none of that stuff. I mean, guys, it's like I said to you yesterday. If Barack Obama was under arrest... All right. The news would blow up about that because the news is communist controlled. Barack Obama is a communist. He still has reporters following him wherever he goes with photographers. He still has security details from the Secret Service. These people aren't – this is all that huge junk again, guys. It's so important to understand that. And, and what this General McCurney is saying is that, you know, what took place in America was not merely a, quote, vote fraud, but rather cyber warfare. Now, he's absolutely right. He's talking about the rigged elections that we had in an interview that he did. He's now calling for President Trump to invoke the Insurrection Act and suspend habeas corpus. None of us want that, guys. Why? Because they can use that same act and suspending habeas corpus in the same act at the same time to come after anti-vaxxers. Got, we got to wake up on this. We don't want military tribunals in the United States sentencing you without a jury of your peers without giving you the right to submit a proper defense. But yet now we have this general coming out and saying this. That's not what we want. He's saying that six of ten states were coordinated via cyber warfare, which is absolutely true, that the FBI and the DOJ are completely AOL. That's absolutely true. And he's also saying that, you know, Trump should invoke all of these crazy things like Lincoln did in times of war, like FDR did. Well, Lincoln was a communist, and FDR was a communist. They were, Lincoln was best friends with Karl Marx. FDR was a Rothschild cutout. He was put in a position to do all of this stuff. These guys are hardcore socialists, both of them. Now, he's now saying that these pays play, these, this, this patients should suspend the Electoral College and basically bring in the military to, to basically run the government. Well, Trump's already said he doesn't control domestic policy, or I'm sorry, foreign policy, and he doesn't control the military. The CIA and the FBI controls all of this stuff. So do we really want these guys in complete charge? Well, now we say that military tribunals are necessary because of the regular courts are not capable. No, they're not. We need to get rid of the international banking cartels, oligarchical control of the United States, and the control of corporate, corporations throughout the world. This is where we need. 
Now, I'm saying to you, and I said this to you yesterday, we have been frauded to the point with this election that is unbelievable. It's in our face. Now, he did say one thing that I agree with, that the ownership and the leadership of Fox News is complicit in this treasonous act. That's an absolute statement of fact. Why? Because the Fox News is completely and controlly Rothschild controlled. And see, this is where we are. Remember with Jeff Sessions with Donald Trump? He wouldn't get rid of Jeff Sessions. And then he put in this new attorney general that basically was directly involved in Waco and all of the crazy things that happened with Ruby Ridge. Hey, guys, Donald Trump is not the answer. We have to have a concerted grassroots movement to expose the international banker Kabbalists who run the planet and control these organizations and these basically election outcomes. That's who's doing this. I went into detail yesterday about all the back doors that are being put in via Israel and their work in cyber warfare where they lead the world to this. And so here we find ourselves. Remember, I told you what Benjamin Netanyahu told me personally at a, at a luncheon meeting that the, that. Israel controls all of the back doors with all of the computer systems throughout the world when it comes to cybersecurity interventions. He said that to me personally in a doggone luncheon meeting that we had 25 years ago. This is who is involved in all of this stuff, but because of Zionism. I mean, I've got to, and I've got to give these guys credit. Man, I've got to give them credit. They planned this garbage out 180, 200 years ago. They did starting with that whole mess back in the 1820s, starting with what happened with Cyrus Schofield, starting with what happened with Darby back in the 1850s, starting with basically infiltrating the Christian churches with their Schofield reference Bible. All of this stuff has been done on purpose. I give, I've given you guys the timelines over and over and over, including what happened with Samuel Untermeyer and his blackmailing of Woodrow Wilson because of his fairy hat in Princeton, that syphilis infected Woodrow Wilson completely and totally morally compromised, bringing us the Federal Reserve Act, bringing us the income tax, declaring war on Germany in 1933 to cause massive persecution against the good Jews that were in Europe at that time who hadn't done anything wrong. Oh, yeah, all of that stuff was done by these same clowns to bring us to this point where now they control 95% of the media, 95% of the world's corporations, all controlled via the central banks. They're able to print currency at no cost. And we see all of this stuff happening that many people warned us about back in the 40s, 50s, 60s, 70s, 80s, 90s. We've been warning you guys about it for almost 10 years now. And all of a sudden, here we are, and we're all stuck in normalcy bias, including me. I keep thinking, I can hop on an airplane and go fly somewhere and not be forced to wear a mask. Well, that's not going to happen for who knows how long, probably if ever again. Or I go fly and visit my relatives over in Europe. Well, that's not going to happen because I'm not allowed to go into Europe. Or, 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 go shop at Costco and not be forced to wear a mask. Guys, you've got to look at what's happening here. There's a full-blown international banking cartel takeover of the entire planet, period. The Kabbalists that run the world. The Luciferians, the Sabbatean Luciferians, the Sabbatean Frankists who run the planet. This is the synagogue of Satan in full march right now, and we're seeing it. So if you're not energized, and you're not seeing it, and you don't have clarity of this, then you need to start doing the research and look at every single thing I said today. Read, listen to my, you can read the transcript of Myron Fagan, 1967. He was a Jewish playwright who was actually at the Treaty of Versailles, actually at the end of World War One, actually saw what was going on with the International Bankers and the Kabbalists and the League of Nations and the CFR. This is a 
80, 200-year-old plot that they've been working on. Remember, these entities that run this planet, they don't have a 100-year lifespan. You with me, guys? They've been around for a long time. These, some of these things are probably thousands and thousands of years old. And so they don't see a 100 years as a big deal. We see that as past our lifespan, so we can't really think through this. But when you have an entity that doesn't have a expiration date, they can set this stuff up in a hundred years, and to them it's just a blink of an eye. It's just a few hours, a few days. To us it would be like setting a weekly or a monthly goal. That's all this is to them. And they set this stuff up a hundred years in advance to make it come to this point now a hundred years later. And now we see it and we go, oh, well, they couldn't have done that because it took a hundred years. Oh, yeah, they could have, and they did. That's why Jesus said, as it was in the days of Noah, which was thousands of years ago, so shall it be again with the return of the Son of Man. And this is why I say to you guys all the time, and I mean, you guys are my family. I prayed for you guys again this morning. I love you guys. I really do. I say to you, this is not a battle of flesh and blood. We've got to be praying all of the time. But not only in prayer, as James says, with faith, we have to have action. Yesterday, Karen contacted me, and I did that show yesterday. She says, can I post this on my Facebook page? And my response was, absolutely yes. Everybody, listen to me. Every single show we do needs to be on your Facebook page, on your Instagram page. Put the summary of the show. Sign up for our newsletter. You get the summary every single day. Go to the archives and send it to your entire mailing list, your entire data list, your entire Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, whatever. Put it out there so people will hear the truth. Because nobody else is telling you this that I've listened to. Now, Jeff Rents is pretty good. i got to give Jeff Rents credit. Jeff Rents is pretty good. And Chuck Baldwin is pretty good, too. They're both laying it out. They really are. And, you know, Paul Craig Roberts gets it right about now. 90% of the time, but he doesn't go as far as what I'm going right now. And I like Paul Craig Roberts. But guys, what's that? Three, four people telling you guys what's going on? Out of all the alt media and so much of Zionist-controlled media, we've got Christian churches now that are promoting full-blown Zionism and Jewish worship services in their churches because of the Kabbalists and bringing in people that are Kabbalists talking to them and praying over them using a Vulcan hand sign. That's that thing where your fingers split apart, which is basically a curse out of the Kabbalah on Christians right in the doggone churches. And we think it's okay. It's not okay. That's why I told you yesterday, I've given up on the pansies in the pulpit. It's going to be us. The churches have been so indoctrinated for the past 60, 70, 80 years now, as far as not saying anything and being a bunch of wimps and doing the name it, claim it, blab it, grab it nonsense. I can tell you right now of a major TV evangelist who was given the nod from a guy who was basically a known Satanist in California. Oh, yeah, if you know me personally, I'll tell you the names. Who basically was put into national prominence with his name it, claim it, blab it, grab it nonsense in order to basically destroy Christianity. When you say, give me money and you'll be blessed, and the pastor says that to his flock... He no longer preaches the truth. He no longer tells them about repentance because he's afraid they're going to leave the church and he'll lose a giving unit. So he preaches the mansy-pansy little, oh, just be happy, happy, happy. There's many ways to God. No, there's not. There's one way to God. That's through Jesus Christ. Nobody comes to the Father but through him. 
And you shall call his name Jesus, the Lamb of God, the Prince of Peace, the Counselor, the Good Shepherd, the Savior, the Redeemer, the Deliverer, the Messiah, the Way. He is Lord God Almighty. He is Lord of all the resurrection and life. He is the King of Kings and He is the Son of God. He is deity. And we have to understand that we've lost our thought of that Jesus Christ. We want to make him just to be a man. Oh, we have a Christ spirit that's come upon the earth and all you have to do is accept the Christ spirit. No, you have to accept Jesus Christ for who he said he was and what he's done for you. And then you shall be redeemed. That's what the word of God says, but we don't preach that in the pulpits. The pastors won't even tell you the truth. They're too caught up in political dogma. They're too caught up in partisan politics. If they even involve any of this, they won't even talk about it. Any. They're watching our country go to hell in a handbasket, literally in front of their eyes, and they won't say anything. And it's so frustrating to me. You guys are hearing me being really frustrated right now because it's not okay. So we, we the people of the United States, of the world that are left that see the truth, have to become overtly vocal. I ask you again, as I've asked you so many times, to please post my show and Austin's show on every social media outlet you have. Let's use their own system against them. Please. I, I, because we've got to tell people the truth. This battle is not against the Republican and the Democratic Party. It's against these Sabbatean, Frankist, Kabbalist, Luciferians who have taken over the planet and have ruled it, whose father is Lucifer. They consider themselves to be the Menandi Nephilim, sons of the fallen. It's a bloodline fight. And we, the chosen of God, have to stand firm in what we believe and what we do. Otherwise, guys, we're going to watch this entire world slip into something that we've never dreamed possible where every thought of every man is evil all the time which is exactly as it was in the days of Noah and that's where we're going to find ourselves guys so stand firm in the faith and fight this with every breath that you have for as long as you can Austin, sorry I went long but I had to get that information out what do you think and what's your next story? Amen. No, that was that was excellent information. I mean, you you nailed it on the head with that. And you know, it's funny. Me and you were just talking about this yesterday. We're in the truck about how it's so sad to see so many churches now that are being led by these pastors all over the country now, and they're refusing to address anything that's going on. All they want to do is preach bubble gum for the brain. You know, nice, happy, feel good servant. Everybody give me money. We're good. And I, I've run into the same problem. That's why it's so hard for me to find a church because I know so much. And I don't mean that in an arrogant way. I mean I'm, just, I'm awake is what I mean. And so when I go to church and they want to preach on Romans for six months straight, which one of the pastors did that here locally. We're going to talk about Romans for the next six months now. We're going to go into detail on every verse. Okay, that's cool. I mean, Romans has some good stuff in it. Don't get me wrong. But when you sit there and you babble on about Romans every single week over and over and over and over again, pretty much talking about the exact same thing and won't discuss anything in overt detail, especially Romans 13, and go really into detail on the context of it instead of just what the 501c3 castrated pastors want to talk about. You need to submit to the government. Doesn't matter what they say. Doesn't matter what they do. Doesn't matter what they plan on doing to you. You have to submit to everything they say and do, even if it's horrific and bad. You submit to them. Now that 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 is the biggest. Comp-
complete and total manipulated BS I've ever heard concocted before about a verse in the Bible. All of the apostles were overt rebels. They did not comply with anything that did not go along with what God said. And when you start knowing that that we have an RNA vaccine now that digs into your DNA and causes your body to produce its own vaccine, so to speak, which means it's starting to rewrite part of you, and it's loaded with aborted fetal tissue from, from aborted lung cells and aborted child kidney cells, basically has monkey cells in it as well, and Lord knows whatever else is in this vaccine that they've concocted, that they have to keep it at negative 94 degrees Fahrenheit to maintain the integrity of the genetic material. It's what Pfizer said. Why are we not speaking our mind on this? Why are the pastors not standing up and saying, hey, guys, even if they don't want it? Because here's the thing that I always tell everybody. I don't tell anybody what to do. You guys know me. If you know me well, I don't, I don't tell people what to do because I hate being told what to do. I tell people information and truth, and then I encourage them to go out and research it themselves and make their own decision. This is one thing that we have come to a point, a spearhead of the United States now, a very pivotal point, very pivotal, with the United States American populace deciding whether or not we're going to make our own decisions, we're going to live on our feet, we're going to have the ability of free choice, or we're going to consent and give up our rights and give up our ability to live freely. We're, I mean, we're, we're on a seesaw right now, guys, and it is not favoring in our favor at all because so many people have turned into complete and total soft boys. They don't want to say anything. They don't want to have a conflict. They don't want to stand up. It's easier to put on the mask and comply, as so many people have told me. I don't want to deal with the looks. I don't want to deal with the blowback. I just put on a mask and I comply. Well, why don't you replace that with a vaccine? I just want to take the vaccine because I don't want to deal with the looks and I don't want to deal with the blowback, so I just comply with the vaccine. That's where it goes. What's the next step? I don't want to deal with the blowback from not being able to go here or there, so I just got the chip on my right hand. I I didn't want to deal with it, guys. It was too inconvenient to stand up for freedom. It was too inconvenient to maintain a republic. It was too much work to go out and have to stand up and defend my rights. Gosh, it was too much work. So I just consented. Really? Really? Look at what happened in the Revolutionary War. The pulpits were basically filled with pastors. They were the main ones that were rallying up everybody. You see that in the movie The Patriot. They were the ones that were saying, hey, listen, this isn't okay. This isn't okay at all. We're not going to stand for this. Everybody said, yeah, yeah, okay, all right, we're doing it. Let's, let, let's, do, let's get this party started, and they did. And now we've, we've reached full circle to we're an embarrassment of what we once were as a country. People walking around outside with masks on because they're told to do so. I can't grasp that concept, my friends. I can't. I can't do it. I've tried to understand it. I've tried to talk to people. I can't do it. So why? What makes you so submissive you're willing to do anything you're told, even though you know it's bad for your health, even though you know it's bad for your complexion, even though you know it does not protect you at all, you're willing to do it just because you don't want to have a conflict. Gosh, I was watching some videos last night from some of the old 
Marine Corps footage in Ramira and in, in Fallujah and stuff, and I, I was watching some of the interviews and some of the narrative, some stuff some friends sent me, and it was interesting. They were talking about how the Marine Corps made such a name for themselves in Fallujah, and I'm not encouraging or I'm not saying I agree with everything in the Iraq war at all because it was based on a lot of lies. But when the thing was interesting about the boys that they sent over there, the, the hardcore, you know, with the first couple rounds of infantry that came in with the Marine Corps, and they were saying, they said, we had to make a name for ourselves, basically, in Iraq. And when we're in these areas over there, and they knew. They said, we they let us know real quick that when the Marine Corps showed up, when the infantry showed up, we were not there to play games. When they started firing upon us, we took it upon ourselves to make sure we went after them. We went and had massive superior firepower on top of anything that occurred. And I talked to some guys that basically were in Army transport years ago, and they said in a lot of cases they would either try to use some of the Marine Corps trucks or they would actually put some of the Marine Corps insignia on the trucks because majority of the time if they did that, they didn't get fired upon. Because the Marines were so aggressive when they would come through in a convoy, if they would take any fire, they would stop what they were doing in the convoy and turn and go after anybody that shot at them to make sure they let everybody know they are the Marine Corps. We will not be tried. What happened to America? What happened to, we are the United States of America. We are not going to stand lightly. We, if you come after us, we're going to let you know you came after us, and we're going to make you remember our names. Even if we all die, you will not forget what you tried to do to us here. We will make you pay for every inch that you want of this soil. Why has it become such a, a weird ideology now to question the narrative? Why has it become so difficult to just turn around and say, what's in your vaccine? No, 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 you can't say that. That's terroristic language. Listen, you're either with the terrorist or you're with the vaccine. That's what, that's what we're out now, guys. So, I mean, you can label me, I guess, a anti-vaccine terrorist. Now, I guess that's, that's what I'm going to be labeled as. That's what they're saying in the U.K. That's what they're coming out now with all these trolls. That's what they're coming out now with this giant military information war system they're putting out in the U.K. Is that where we're at now? Well, yeah, it is. It is. We are in the middle of it right now. 100% neck deep in it. And until America gets off its knees and all of our friends and family and health masters, listeners, and everybody in the country start standing up and saying, no, no, we're not going to consent. I'm not going to shop at Costco. I'm going to, bam, I'm going to cancel my membership. 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 You start having 100, 200, 300, 4,000 people cancel their membership at Costco in one month, I promise you it is going to get their attention real quick. Just like when you go into a business and they say, you need to wear a mask. No, thank you. I'm not going to wear a mask. Well, you can't shop here. <laughs> Guess what? I will not shop here, nor will anybody that I know that maintains and likes their freedom shop here anymore. Goodbye. You would see the level of compliance when it came to these businesses. They would go, you know what? Eh, this this math thing ain't working, guys. Our sales are to the floor. I'm not getting bonuses. Nobody's making money. We're basically going in the gutter. This math thing isn't working. But again... It's easier for the populace just to comply and not make a stand. So I encourage everybody, continue to do like our listener did. You know, they don't want to do it. And then people say, well, it's just me. It's, I'm the only one that did it. Okay, that's cool. And the next person did it. And the next person did it. And guess what? At the end of the day, even if 
it doesn't shut them down. And even if it doesn't make them wake up and it doesn't make them go, you know what, we're not going to do this mass thing anymore. You know, we're just going to keep doing whatever we have to do. Even if it doesn't make a difference, so you think, at least you stood up for your convictions. My goodness, how difficult is a concept for that to grasp anymore, my friends? You now have, when I told you guys this, the media was going to make sure after Thanksgiving they were going to do everything they can to basically cancel Christmas. Oh, of course, bam. First news article on CNN yesterday, they basically bring on Boris Sanchez. He goes, uh, basically, I'm a medical expert, Dr. Jonathan Reiner, and I'm saying that basically people tend to travel and want to travel and want to be with family, and we cannot do that this year for Christmas. We cannot be gathering and traveling for Christmas. It's going to cause all kinds of deaths among elderly people and grandparents. We cannot travel this year. You need to stay home, and it's a sacrifice that America can make and should be making. Stay home and mask up. That's what he said. That's what the clown said. I don't, I don't know who actually cares about anything this guy says because he goes against every single fundamental principle of the United States. God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of love and of sound mind. Newsflash, we get exposed to 60 to 70 different viruses every single day of our lives. Newsflash, there are no hospitals that are overridden with COVID ICUs, with people dying in droves with COVID. It's not happening. I'm talking to physicians, nurses, doctors all over the country. I get emails all day long I have to try to keep up with. And I encourage you, you know something, you're in the hospital, you want to send me something, send it to me. Send me an email. You're a physician, you're a nurse, and you know what's going on, you know the truth, send me another email. I like to get input from our listeners. I love to get information from our listeners. I may not respond to all the emails. I'll tell you that right now because I get so many of them, especially when it's just intel information. But get the information out there. I'll, I'll talk about it. I talk about it all the time. I see. I get it all the time on what we talk about. This is what's happening. They would not be having to roll out such an aggressive propaganda blitz right now with 110,000 trolls and a military propaganda unit in the UK and social media trying to flag and censor and ban everything we talk about. If it wasn't true, think about that for a second. If what we were saying was a complete and total lie, it was totally fabricated, and we really were crazy, they wouldn't have to shut us down. Because all they'd have to say is, guys, do some research. What these guys are saying obviously is false. We're not even going to address what they're saying. You say, right? That's what I would say. I'd be like, dude, I don't, I don't have to rebuttal that. That's so outlandish. We don't even have to address it. It's obviously not true. Whenever it's the truth, people go, whoa. Because people research it, and people start searching it, and they go, what is this all about? Man, what they're saying is right. Man, they're spot on. This isn't, this isn't make any sense at all. Why, why are we being lied to in the mainstream media? Always remember, find out who and what you can't criticize, and you will find out very quickly who is trying to control you. That's my stance on that then. You know, awesome. you said something that was so so articulate, so poignant that if we were lying they wouldn't have to counter it with a hundred thousand trolls and that's the truth. I mean this grassroots movement that we have now even with Candace Owens involved in it who basically is, you know, don't get me wrong, I'm not a she's not a hundred percent right by the way guys she's a huge Zionist, just thought I'd let you know that, 
but this is what they do. They come back and forth and they let this giant, how should I say this, giant, this giant fight just churn and churn and churn and churn. And right now, and I'm going to say this, I had another show host producer contact me yesterday, all right? And, you know, basically he does his own show, huge show, huge show. And he told me all of these things that are happening that are all fake. I'm just telling you guys. And I said to him, I said, whoa, but I said, stop for a second. I said, this is all fake. And none of this is true. Well, I've got this guy. And I said, this guy is a known FBI informant who went to prison for threatening to kill a federal court judge. And almost every single thing he says is a lie. And he comes up with these crazy stories all the time that have absolutely no basis in truth or fact. Well, somebody else quoted it. I said, well, somebody else probably quoting him. I said, this is disinformation. And I said, it's complete and total lies. I said, let me tell you how it works. And I explained to him how the Kabbalists are running the planet again. Now, guys, it's so important to understand this. Their father is Lucifer. He was a liar from the beginning. And the only language they know is lying. That's all they can do. They've got to lie about everything. They tell you exactly what they're doing, and they basically, it's a lie. And then they tell you the things that we're doing that are bad, and it's a lie. Everything is obfuscation right now in the media, especially in the alt news, especially the alt-Zionist news. I can't be any more blunt than that. And we've got all of these people coming out and promoting all of these lies and attacking the very people that are trying to tell the truth, and then the people that are trying to tell the truth are discredited, and they're blamed on things that they didn't even do because it's a way to discredit them. It's the same thing the CIA did with Operation Mockingbird after the John F. Kennedy assassination happened, and we had the Warren report. And they said, there are conspiracy theorists. <laughs> they just actually laughed on national news who believe the Warren report's not true, that a bullet can't do a 180. Ho, ho, ho. These guys are so stupid. And you're like, oh, that's right. They're conspiracy theorists. Woo! And they all of a sudden they make these crazy stories up about the people that are telling the truth. And that's where we find ourselves. But the Gutenberg press, this media, this internet, this worldwide web that they've given to enslave us, they developed to enslave us, is a double-edged sword with these clowns. It has come back to basically bite them in the throat, and they don't know what to do with it now because suddenly we're out here telling you the truth. I mean, is, is, is our future in America one of liberal fascism supporting a smiley shirt and armed with a syringe? Is that where we are? I mean, the globalists are responsible for engineering, engineering a medical tyranny. Now, I'm going to stop that for one second. I'm reading an article from Robert Bridge. I'm going to rephrase that. The Kabbalists are responsible for engineering a medical tyranny across much of the Western world. And they have something valuable to teach that right-wing nationalists and would-be fascists and that it is you don't sell your damaged product out of the barrel of a machine gun, but rather dripping from the edge of a syringe that promises to end all pain and misery. I'm going to put this up so you can read this. We need to realize that these guys are basically wanting us to comply. Henry Kissinger with his worldwide web of deceit and all of the people that he ended up murdering. All of this stuff is happening. I mean, Eaton College now. Everybody knows Eaton College. It defends the sacking of a teacher over a video on masculinity. And you go, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Oh, yeah, he was terminated for this. Why? Because he had the audacity to talk about 
patriarchy in a positive way. I mean, his video is based on a lecture, The Patriarch Paradox, which he had prepared earlier this year as part of a course to encourage critical thinking in older students. And yet he was sacked because he had the audacity to discuss things. He said in his lecture, he pointed out that historically, masculine qualities like strength, courage, and tenacity have often been as beneficial to women as they have been to men. Oh, you can't say that. You promoted patriarchy, even though he applied it to both women and men. Guys, this is where we find ourselves. Why? Because this group that runs the planet, they're a bunch of hermaphrodites. <laughs> I mean, I can't even make it up. That's what they believe. They want to have everybody hermaphroditic. And you can't talk about the qualities of a man. You can't talk about that. We're all unisex. Unisex. You boy and girl all mixed in together. You cut your genitalia off, become a hermaphrodite. What a bunch of stinking weirdos. They're the ones that are running the educational systems. They're the ones that are running the media. They're the ones that are running a lot of Christian churches now who refuse to do anything but be politically correct. And I'm like, Austin, I don't have a bit of problems with teaching on Romans. I don't have a problem with that at all. I love the book of Romans. It's one of Paul's best books. That in Hebrews that many people believe that he wrote. I love the book of Romans. But breaking it down chapter by chapter, verse by verse for six months and not talking about the current state of the world and what's happening right now is not productive at this point. It's not. The pastors have to get involved in talking about what's going on. They have to. If they don't, this country is lost. Christianity will go back into the caverns of uh, Rome, into the basically into the into the deep, deep abyss of history where they had to meet in the catacombs rather than being crucified. That's where we're headed back to because the pastors don't want to tell the truth. Hey guys, this is no good. The pastors have to wake up. We have to wake up, and we have to tell the truth, whether it's politically correct or it's not. Just a newsflash for everybody. Hey. I love you guys. I want you to know something. I got to preach a little bit on that first segment that I did, and I love doing that. Thank you for all the encouraging words that you give me about that. You guys are absolutely amazing. Remember, guys, this is the day the Lord hath made. We will rejoice and be glad in it. We're not born of a spirit of fear, but of power and love and a sound mind. Keep fighting the fight. When you go to heaven, God will say to you, well done, good and faithful servant. We've got to maintain the race. I love you guys. I appreciate you. Austin, finish it up, and I'll talk to you guys tomorrow. Yes, guys, and thank you again for just all of us working together, standing up for your convictions. Like I said before, not everybody's going to be on the same page. We're not. We're not going to be in the same. We're going to have different beliefs with stuff. But there are certain things, God-given rights and constitutional rights, that have to be maintained if we want to have the lifestyle that we've grown accustomed to. That's what's so ironic to me that I see right now is that so many people have just given up so many freedoms, so many freedoms, so much privacy, all in the guise of fear and protection. Protection from what? You think the government's here to protect you? <laughs> I guess the government was there to protect the Branch Davidians and the 72 women and children, right? It was the, the, the government was also there to protect Randy Weaver's wife up in Ruby Ridge. I mean, that, that was all for their protection, you know? When they kick in your door to raid you, 
It's there for your protection. You know, they're there to make sure you don't have 11 people at your dinner table. Because, of course, if you have 11, you're being dangerous. And we have to arrest you and fine you because it's for your protection. <laughs> it's almost laughable, guys. Some people have fallen prey to this lie. Satan's the master of lies, the great deceiver. It's what he's done right now. He's deceived the vast populace in the United States. Don't be deceived. Stand up for your convictions. If you're curious about something, if you're not sure about the answer, research it. Go on our website. We have tons of articles we post on there every day. Read things. Learn things. Wake up. And I know the normalcy bias is hard to get through sometimes. I've dealt with my own normalcy bias over the years. Sometimes you just want to go, man, I just, I just like everything to go back to the way it was. You know? I remember back in the 90s. That was a blast back then. Well, guess what? We're not in the 90s. We're in 2020. And it's time to fight. Because every generation has a point in time where they have to stand up for their beliefs and their convictions or else they lose everything they have and everything they've been given because freedom isn't free. Thank you again for the support. Healthmasters.com if you need anything at all. Be on the website. We have different specials as always. And please be sure to check out the product of the week, the vitamin C powder on product of the week sale right now. And also be sure to vote for what you want to see win the product of the week this week, tomorrow. I think zinc glycinate winning <laughs> by a landslide. Surprise, surprise. Great product. So again, thank you for the support, my friends. Keep your immune system strong. Keep exercising. Keep your mental health and your clarity top performance. I appreciate everything. Have a great, wonderful evening. We'll talk to you again tomorrow as always.